Hi, everyone. Here's a little bonus episode for you that picks up where we left off last time. In the last episode, I was talking about fringe twins and audio ink blots and the art of noodling over a chord progression that you may not fully understand. And while I was taping that episode, a couple of students asked, how do I know what notes to noodle on when I'm noodling? And this is a great question. How do I know how to match melody notes to a chord progression, especially when I don't even know the names of the chords that I'm playing? So I wanted to share my answer with you. Here it is. Now here's an interesting question that says, Hi James, I want to ask you how you match the chord to a melody. And and uh, Donetta was asking a very similar question here. How do you know what notes to play when you're dealing with something like fringe twins? This is a great question. Here's another one that I, um, I was playing around with... Uh, just recently. <laughs> These are so cool. These I really love the sound. Let me try it on the low fourth. Even more rich with the low fourth string. This one's very sunny, kind of very positive. Um, it's a it's a sunshiny day here. If you want to follow along, this is just another random set of fringe twins. Oh boy. I just came up with that term today and I think I'm I might have to write a book about it. The fringe twins. But like all of a whole bunch of them and just like musical ink blots and like that that could be such a fun uh book or course or workshop or whatever. You guys do this to me. See, you take me down these paths and then I just start having too much fun. <sighs> Try this. Two, two, zero, zero. Which on its own is just a really pretty chord. It's just a sunrise kind of a chord. And then jump that to the middle two strings so you get zero, two, two, zero. We could try to analyze what that is, but let's not. <laughs> let's not and say we did. And then the question that's coming up in the in the chat here is, you know, like, okay, when I start to hum and mumble, or when I start to play, when I start to play around that. Um, little unit of harmony how do I know what notes to play that's a great question the problem is we decided not to analyze this so it's not like I could say oh well I'm gonna play such and such a scale or such and such a mode or this arpeggio or whatever and really what I'm doing is feeling around in the dark. This is a very intuitive thing. And the reason it seems... The reason it's confusing is because I'm skipping a step. 
or at least you're not seeing the step. Um, the step that I'm not showing you is the step that sounds like this. <laughs> I didn't do that step because I've been playing the ukulele for over three decades. And I kind of have a muscle memory of like where the notes clustered around certain common chord shapes that are just going to work. They're going to sound good. I can also think ahead in, in, in my inner ear, I guess you can call it. This is called um, audiation, I think it is. After a while, you can hear a sound before you play it. So I can hear right away, I know that that's just going to sound good and I can feel where that is going to be on the fretboard. Right, so good for me, right? Uh, that's nice. I think that comes with experience. I think it comes with confidence. I think it comes with practicing all the conventional stuff um, so that you have this sort of cellular memory of where <laughs> where the good notes are or where they're likely to be. I mean, don't forget, everybody's guessing. Um, some of us just get to be better guessers than others because of the time we put in. But I'm still guessing. I'm always guessing. And often I land in a place that I like, and if I don't, like touching a hot stove, then maybe I don't do it again. One thing I will say, though, is you can try, if you, if you don't want to analyze this and figure out exactly what scale it is, I think it's mostly sort of centered around a D scale. That's what these chords are hinting at. So if I know the D scale, then I, then I very naturally fall into that. But you can go a little more outside than that. Um, and here's a strategy that I've used quite a bit over the years. And that is, take advantage of the fact that your ear is incredibly adaptable and lightning fast. What I mean by that is, the ear is very quick to adjust its, its expectations. If you give it reason to do that, hmm, how do I explain? When we listen to music, we listen in a bubble of time. We don't just hear what we're hearing. We also anticipate what we're going to hear. And we retroactively make sense of what we have already heard. It's like there are three things going on in every moment of music listening, and maybe listening in general, even if we're listening to somebody speak. We are hearing what's coming in at that moment. We're anticipating where it's going to go next. And we are retroactively digesting or making sense of or even reevaluating what we just heard. And all of this is happening on the fly at every moment. So if I play a note, a random note, or a series of random notes, those feel very disconnected, don't they? I can't remember what they were. It doesn't matter. 
Those feel like very disconnected things. But here's a simple way to make them feel more connected. Lead into each one of them with a half-step approach. Instead of playing, I might play, whoa. Just by saying to the ear, here's where we're going. And at every step, I'm going to lead you in by one semitone. I'm going to hold your hand and take you over the threshold. The ear says, ah, okay, I've arrived. Aha, uh-huh. I see where I've arrived now because you let me take one step. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that because you, you cushioned my fall into each one of those notes. And you can literally do this for any random note. And it softens the blow no matter where you land. Try it. I mean, literally, it's... You can feel your brain adjusting. Whereas if I had just played only the key notes, that's very discombobulating. The ear needs not much, but it does need something. So leading into anything will make it feel like it was meant to be. Uh, You could try a couple of notes. And again, it cushions the, the arrival into a certain thing. So to get back to our little sunshiny Um, fringe twin chord progression two two zero zero going to zero two two zero if I strike out randomly as long as I move by one semitone ear will guide you and the chromatic scale will save you (laughs) when you don't quite land where you thought you were going to land And in a sense, the chromatic scale which is the scale that never skips a fret. It's the musical alphabet. It is, in some ways, the only scale that you absolutely have to know. All the others are optional, but you have to know the chromatic scale. When you combine the chromatic scale with your intuition. That is a magical recipe. The chromatic scale mixed with your sense of what is right musically. That is a winning combination. And at the very basic level, that's all you need to find the notes. Everything else 
is analysis, which I encourage you to do. I think that's fine. I don't have any problem with analysis and music theory and all that stuff. But it begins with your sense of line, your sense of rise and fall, your sense of light and dark. That is in you. Um, And if you allow yourself to meander through something like the chromatic scale... you'll find yourself revealing your own musicianship. It's there. Uh, And then the rest of those scales and chords and music theory can be filled in over time. I hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode. And if you're really interested in improvisation, composition, figuring out how to put melody and chords together, you might be interested in ukulele jazz. You can access a free lesson from this course at eucatropolis.com jazz. It's available in both standard and baritone tuning. And embedded inside this jazz course is a mini course called Improv 101. And like I said, if you're interested in these topics, then Improv 101 inside of ukulele jazz might be just the ticket for you. Ukulele jazz is one of our most popular courses. Check out a free lesson. See if it's the right fit for you at eucatropolis.com jazz. I'll see you soon. Until then, keep on strumming.